Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. We're glad that you've tuned in. A few things we wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show, and that's this podcast was created to be a tool to help you, primarily to discover and grow your EQ. Science and our own lived experiences confirm that the better we are at managing our emotions, the better we're going to be at making decisions, which leads to a better life. And that's something we all want. We're glad that you've taken out the time today to listen and hope that something that you hear will lead to a breakthrough. Hey, one last thing. We'd really appreciate a review on whichever platform you use to listen. And if you want to, leave some comments about what you heard today, as well as follow and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode as we continue this journey. And with that, the show begins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. I'm Eric Pennington, and joining me, as always, is Jeff East. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi, Eric, and everyone out there. Um, today, Jeff, we're going to talk about, I kind of, it's a play on the title of our episode, <laughs> Ode to Success and Joy. Now, a little background for the audience. Uh, I know we've, on more than one occasion, tackled, you know, what happens when we're dealing with struggles and how to manage them. Sometimes that's from the mental health perspective, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, just from um, the challenges that the world presents. But Jeff, you brought something I thought was spot on. We should be able to talk about the success and joy that we're experiencing, even in the midst of maybe rapid change and all the rest, right? Yeah, and, and I think it's important to recognize it in other people, which is kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Yes, that idea of when someone else uh, is, I don't know how to describe it in a way that, I mean, it immediately comes to mind. Somebody says, hey, my gosh, I just got promoted and I'm, 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 I'm going to be the this, this, and this. They had a win. Or they had a win, right? Um, or, hey, you know, my daughter just gave birth and the baby is just the cutest thing in the world. I can, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. to. We're going to go visit them over Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, something like that where, where somebody is obviously happy. Right. <laughs> And I know, and I think we'll touch on this in today's episode, um, the challenges of being able to not only recognize it in other people, mm -hmm. right, but our willingness to, to go there with them when maybe we're not experiencing the same level of success and joy. Right, to, to be able to share in that. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, why do you think it's important for us to recognize someone's successes or wins? I, I think it's important for several different reasons. One is you're reinforcing what that person is feeling when you can honestly and openly and from your heart go, I am so happy for you. you know, this, what, what is going on with you is just amazing. It's, it's, it's great to see that. Um, Way to go. I, I'm happy with you. Not for you, but I'm happy with you. Ah, do you think that's a really good distinction? I do. I mean, you know, there's one thing to say, I'm happy for you. That's almost like gives you a pass to say, I'm happy for you. I'll see you later. You know, it just popped in my head. When you say I'm happy for you, that's the same as being sympathetic for versus someone. Empathy. Versus empathy. So, you know, sympathetic, you know, you're sorry for them. Right. 
Right. But when you're empathetic, you're feeling what they're feeling. You know, the, you you're put yourself in their shoes. So if you're happy with someone, you're putting yourself right there with them. You're sharing it. It's not just you know, you an empty what? phrase. Uh, it's just when you just said that, and I'm going to stay consistent with with my learning, um, this idea of listening to someone else's story and believing them. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a good opportunity to maybe ask, oh, so tell me, what makes you the most excited about this success you have? Exactly. That's that's a way you're giving them – power is not the right word. I, I, I'm drawing a blank here. It's all right. Um, you're reinforcing it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're making it where they know that you really are happy with them. Yes, because, Jeff, um, and I think this is the – the danger in generalization of what somebody is feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this happen recently where um, this particular client um, was s- s- kind of celebrating some successes we were having and basically assumed that the reason why I was happy about it was because we had landed something new and it would mean X amount of revenue and blah, blah, blah. And I had to kind of go, well, that's fine. But actually what really moved me the most is that we have the potential to help people get to a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. That's really what was driving my joy. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy about revenue increases and all of the other right. stuff. It's just for me, the things that are intrinsic in me um, are not dollars. They're, they're necessities. They are a part of having and running a business. Nothing wrong with them. Nothing wrong with them at all. But could you imagine if that was the only place that they went was, well, of course you're happy because you know, you're going to have a banner year or you're going to have X amount of increase. They would have missed that. Well, wait a minute. No, that that's important. But what really is making me smile is this. <laughs> Which is kind of that 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 idea that you know when we encounter someone who's experiencing success, I think that idea of like, well, tell me the story, tell me yeah. what, what's what's behind that. With with what you're talking about, yeah, the money would be important for this person, but maybe they set a personal goal that you know I my success is going to be not so much the money part of it, but I've never sold a hundred thousand dollar account before right right and i that's that's been my goal since i started doing this yep exactly and it's, it's more than the money which yeah. is important but yeah. yeah they have accomplished something that and was I think important there's, Jeff, there's something that you've you've hit on here is that what leaders might leave on the table if they don't dig into to because for some it might be truly i'm going to make x amount of commission mm-hmm. for landing this account but you might have two other people that are like what you said. No, I've hit my goal. I had, I had a, I had set that goal and I hit it. They they've destroyed some self doubt maybe. Mm. You know, I'm never I I'm not good enough at this. Right. But then right. they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a call to leaders is that part of the the big responsibility of the leader is is to to see your people, right? To see them in such a way that you would be compelled to go. Well, what made you happiest about about landing that account, mm-hmm. what made you what 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 really got you amped about the fact that yeah you hit it? I think if we don't do that, Jeff, then 
Because I don't know many people that want to be considered a part of the general deal, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning you're you're one of 50,000. Right. I think most people want to be seen and seen for who they are. And I think that that's that opportunity, right? Um, anything else on uh, why is it important what to, to recognize others' success or, or, or a win? No, just – but the the benefits, I think, maybe we what okay. what happens to that person, and what happens to you if you share in it? Yeah, that's really good. So I think we kind of noted that that really deeper dive. I want to know your story. I want to know what mm-hmm. it is. It is a sign of tremendous care and support. Right. 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 Okay. Which I don't think sometimes I think it's easy to forget that by showing that and 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 giving that to that person creates that general pull toward loyalty and commitment and uh, f- followership, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'm going to try to put this in, in the right frame. What happens if we don't recognize it? If, if we don't recognize it in, in that person, you've missed an opportunity for growth in that person, mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity, um, and I'm going to use this word in the the filial sense mm-hmm. <laughs> that you you have a love for them, you you care about them. You're not expecting anything back. I guess the better word would be agape, which is another form of love that means right. unconditional. But you're showing them importance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can remember and. and I used to be a very competitive bowler. Uh, bowled several leagues and tournaments and, and things like that. And I remember the first time I got a 300 game, a perfect oh game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Wow. You've been holding back on me, Jeff. I didn't realize you were that good. <laughs> and I can remember the difference between people that went, well, that's cool. All right. Or the difference in people that, Wow. That was that was hard to do. You know, how long you know, how long have you been practicing and how long have you been taking this seriously and things like that. And for bowlers like me that suck, <laughs> it's but, like, oh my gosh, man, how did you do that? But I'm looking at the diff. I, I'm this is a long time ago, but I'm right. I'm, I'm looking back to the, the different reactions from yeah. people. Yeah, that uh, really reinforced that. Wow, you you're being successful in what you want to do. You know, it's it's. I don't want to say it's just bowling because it was important. It was, you know, like I said, I was competitive in it. Um, but the difference, in, and so some people, it, it hurt my feelings. Yeah, maybe because of the the just even the the tone and the response. Yeah, once you broke the news, if you will. Yeah, and I know one of the persons was a big time golf person, and he got a hole in one, and. It was funny. He was expecting everybody to be super happy for him, which I was. Right. But then he he got upset because everybody didn't think that was a big deal. It was just lucky, you know. <laughs> I I wish now I knew. Uh, I wish I knew what I knew now back then to talk to him about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's talk a little bit about um. What does this do? Um. I mean, we well, outlined a bit about what it does for the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go 
what 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 kind of seeds are we planting there and what kind of crop typically can come from recognizing from for yourself recognizing others yeah um uh, well, it's a really good practice of emotional intelligence. So it's that that practice you're you're flexing those emotional muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that if when you genuinely sh- share in someone's success, you're getting the same benefits they are with mm. the with the chemicals and all that. You know, the mm-hmm. I never can remember all of them: oxytocin or mm-hmm. you know all those things, yeah. ser- serotonin, and you're getting a, an emotional boost out of it too. Uh, which, like you said at the beginning, with everything we've been dealing with in the last couple of years, any kind of an emotional boost is good. It's good. Uh, you're strengthening the relationship with that person because you you if you really were happy with them, like I said earlier, you're deepening the relationship. You've shared something with them, and you can remember that. You know. Yeah, because. Um you know, I I get the mindset that is almost underneath the surface a bit in our culture about you know everybody wants everything to to work in their favor, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get the best parking spot. I want to be able to you know fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And you just hit on something there about the strengthening of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in my life, and I would imagine that many in our audience would share in this, I know you have, and even just in our conversations offline, uh, life deals all these tremendously complex and sometimes mind-numbing Devastating. Yeah. And devastation, right? And it's at that time when having those deep and strong relationships really, really matter. Mm-hmm. And as we're noting today, when you are experiencing some wonderful fortune of success and and on a win, I sometimes I, I get concerned about those that feel like it's all about them. Mm. And I know that there's some reasons for that. I mean, mm-hmm. probably clinical in nature, probably just circumstantial, environmental. They're in a protective note. Yeah, mode. whatever the case may be. But what I'm throwing out is that it's not a case of where you have to change your personality and become this cheerleader. No. It's just being downright strategic because, you know, there are people in my circle, my inner circle, that I need to nurture. I need to care for. I need to make sure they're getting plenty of sun and plenty of water because I'm going to need them. Mm -hmm. And it's both ways. Right. They're going to need me. So there's this mutual um, giving and contributing to the relationship. Um, without that, you know, people who go it alone, Jeff, they're alone. Right. They, they have no foundation, no emotional foundation. Yeah. Yeah. So there's maybe one of the big tips, takeaways in this episode is that you really should invest in your relationships and do it intentionally. And honestly, mm. you know, if <laughs> you, you mentioned, you know, okay, I, I got, for once when I came to the podcast recording, I got a parking spot in the same block as the building. 
So I'm happy. But Eric can be happy for me in that. Uh, but that's not – we're talking about something deeper than – Deeper than. Yeah, something that yeah. is – you know, you can say, oh, that's great. You know, that, that's an appropriate response for getting a good parking spot. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, b- be honest uh, and pay attention to how they respond. Yeah, and, um, you know, a, a great um, thing about the honesty piece – is that at least I would say for me, give me honesty or give me nothing. Right. And I'm okay if you give me nothing. I mm-hmm. really am. But if you give me dishonest, it it really, <laughs> it, you know, um, not that I can read minds, Jeff, um, but I don't know about you because I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about this. I have a real strong radar for those who are not authentic. <laughs> I mean, I almost think if they could use my radar in some type of war game, it would be revolutionary in a way because I, I have such a sense for it, right? It, it, it's funny. We're a week past election day when we're recording this. And you know, when somebody is not being honest with you, are you trying to get elected to something? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sad state of affairs in the sense that um, we've kind of come to a place where we we expect that it won't be honest. Um, all right, so um, we've talked about what it does for the other person. We mm-hmm. talked about what it does for us. Right. So where does the practice of emotional intelligence or EQ come in? Well, with the competencies that we've talked about you know, time and time again, they're so important. Um, it. it it starts at the beginning, you know, your emotional literacy to recognize that this person is genuinely, deeply, uh, whole bodily, bodily uh, happy. I mean, when you're really, really happy, you're feeling it. I think through your your whole being to be able to recognize that, you know, pick up that there is a strong emotion going on, figure out what that strong emotion is, and, and understand it. Uh, what they're feeling. So that's the start, just like everything else in emotional intelligence. So is it okay for the person out there, regardless of where they're at in their mm-hmm. practice, um, to stop the person and say, hey, I'm sensing that you're feeling a lot of like enthusiasm. <laughs> is, am I correct in that? Yeah. I mean, if it's somebody that you know, somebody you worked with with a long time, how are they walking? <laughs> yeah. You know, do they have a little bit of... Uh, uh, yeah, in their step. And you know what, too, Jeff? We might get surprised because that person might say, oh, my gosh, yeah, I am excited, Jeff, but I'm scared to death what this might mean now. <laughs> right? And they were looking for someone because, I mean, I've been there, put on the happy face, mm-hmm. say everything's going to be great because I feel like I should do that. Right. And there is a part of me that believes that. But we are we are complex beings, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but if somebody gives me an opportunity to really go to places other than just that initial, I welcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and don't get me wrong, I, I'm I'm not prescribing here and saying that you know push somebody into getting to the bottom of whatever, whatever. Right. Let them have their safety of whatever that may mm-hmm. be. But you might find 
by seeking to understand more, you might get other parts of the story as well. Because who knows? You could be the person that says, hey, I get it. Everything's a little scary on the front end. But just think about how great this is going to be for you. Well, I, know, I know you're a father and mm-hmm. I'm a father and grandfather. Yeah. So when you hear the news, <laughs> I mean, we were super happy then uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. What did we do? Yeah, no manual so, for this one. So having somebody that is genuinely happy for you in a situation like that is going to take away a little bit of the scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else about an EQ practice? So recognize the emotions, uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, we, we, we tend to think of sympathy and empathy uh, uh, empathy is only when somebody is down in the dumps. You need to have empathy for them. They're going through a hard time. But empathy is also when somebody is soaring high. So exercise your empathy with that person. Put yourself in their place. Like, you know, I just mentioned, you know, I remember when, you know, our first daughter was born, how happy I was. Maybe that's what's going on with them and share with them. Um and then I think your noble goal has a big part of it too, as far as um, reinforcing your role in what's going on. Your noble goal, whatever it is, in a case like this, should have some kind of a uh, a role in uh, energizing, raising that person up, uh, confirming their worth. So I think those, for me, those are the three biggest. Three biggest. Okay. All right. And it, you know. There's optimism, but once again, with optimism, you don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you mentioned before, don't be a cheerleader if there's not that much to cheer about because that's not honesty. Right, right. So I, I think that's important. Yeah. So here's one that's a little bit uh, thorny. Okay. What if you're feeling those tinges of envy? <laughs> right? Maybe um, – yeah, I'm happy for you, but why couldn't that have been me? A little bit of jealousy. Yeah, and I'm going to be my understanding about the difference between yeah. envy and jealousy, right? Jealousy is because you feel a threat from another person right? that they could take what you already possess Okay. Yeah. or have. Mm-hmm. Envy is rooted around the idea that um, I'm not so much upset that you won, but why couldn't I have won too? Right. Why? Yeah. Why didn't it happen to me? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about bowling before. Yes. You know, I put a lot of work into it. Maybe you put a you know let's mm-hmm. maybe you put a lot of work into bowling. Yep. And I'm not. I don't know. I've never seen you bowl, so this is just a for if. You don't have to. I was terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but maybe you're just bad at bowling. Right. But. How you react if you, when I said, you know, I, I, I bowled a perfect game, if you were like, wait, great, you know, fantastic and really meant it, or I put as much work as he put in and, and you know, right. if I don't get seven gutter balls, I'm doing good, you know. Right. <laughs> it's, it's the difference in how you react and um, recognizing patterns <laughs> hmm. pops up into this. Okay. How do how I would do wrap that a little more? How how do I react when somebody is really happy and maybe uh, I'm not feeling that? 
for them. Yeah. Recognize that pattern and you go, what do I care? <laughs> you know, that, that why do I care that, and that's not the right way to say it, why am I unhappy? Explore yeah, that. You're, you're going down the path that I, I was hoping you would, and that, that is is that um, if if you can do this with curiosity, and I want to underline curiosity, mm-hmm. being able to ask the question, why is it that I have a difficult time celebrating the success or win of another person? Right. Not judging yourself, saying, see, that shows you're not this. Not judging yourself. Okay, see, it's because you are you're this. But just going, I want to explore it. I want to sit with it, as you mentioned. Uh, what could be behind that? You know, to 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 really examine it, so that you may begin to start to, oh, you know what? I can trace that there. Not that that's going to be an immediate snap. You're done. Mm-hmm. You fixed it. Now you'll always celebrate other people's joy. But at least I think at that point, that self-knowledge arms you with more um, strength to move forward with that person in a way that's more honest, more forthright. And, and please, audience, hear me when I say this. This is not an advocation for you to become this super high personality that's always telling people, great job, you're wonderful, <laughs> on and on and on. If <laughs> that's-, that's not your personality, that... Uh, because Jeff, you, you know, you and I have talked about it. you. You told me about your stoic German <laughs> demeanor, right? Right. And I know when I first met you, okay, I thought, wow, he he seems like he's really down. I wonder <laughs> what's wrong. But then over time, I started just letting you have the space to come into the room mm-hmm. in that demeanor, and I would just wait, okay. First conversation with you, typically it was still kind of muted and kind of right. glum, mm-hmm. right? But then it just like something that's thawing, then the change in your voice happens. It starts to have a lift. And then I'm I'm only illustrating that. And yes, I've known Jeff for a long time, <laughs> right? But that exploration and that curiosity is what fuels the understanding, right? You've allowed my weird English fourth to thaw out. <laughs> right? But, but Jeff, and here, here, here's the thing. What if I'm not curious? More than likely what I'll do, I'll run to judgment and say, oh, here's Jeff. He's not happy again. I guess that's just the way it is. But it has nothing to do with happiness. Now, I've had times with you where it's like there's something bothering you. Mm-hmm. But the majority of times, it was just, that's the process. You give him a little time, he's thawing, blah, blah, blah. We move. Mm-hmm. But, I, man, I can't imagine, what would that do to our relationship if I just went right to judgment? Oh, right. I can see him now. He's not happy. He's glum again. You know, Jeff's just not a happy person. Matter of fact, I think he probably has issues with this or issues with that. <laughs> and I'm flying in judgment mm-hmm. with all of this faulty data. Right. I mean, it's, I don't know. I never asked you. I never said, hey, Jeff, are you – hey, Jeff, what about – do you know what I mean? You, you just made me think of something with, with what we're talking about. Let's say I know something super fantastic happened in your life mm-hmm. that you should be floating the clouds. Right, right. And you're just sitting there with your arms crossed, and I don't say anything about it. 
and 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 let you be that way or you know but eric i heard that this happened you know how do you feel that's i think what you're talking about is a, you're giving space for that person to express you know yeah because jeff um and today has been that day where all the feedback and information that i got today was not it wasn't linear right uh-huh the start it was really really rough I heard what I didn't want to hear, grappled with the reality of it. 20 minutes later, I get the kind of empathy and kind of support that made me feel like, okay, I'm under solid ground. I move into the next phase. I get news that, oh, wow, I wasn't expecting. This could actually turn out even better in a different arena. Mm-hmm. Move in, segue to the next thing. We. And that's not even, that's like a span of like four or five hours. Right. Right? So if we are not curious, we're taking a really big risk because the other part, Jeff, you've done it, I've done it. The old, I'm just going to wear a mask. <laughs> how you doing, Jeff? Oh, I'm fine, Eric. Great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. What are you going to do today? I don't know. How, how does that feel? Pretty good. And and you don't take the time to go, Eric's wearing a mask. Huh. I wonder. And even, Jeff, even if you don't have that kind of sense about it, mm-hmm. it's just a straight out, Jeff, if you were to say, Eric, it seems like you're really happy. I just wonder, is everything really okay? Just ask. Right. And again, Jeff, if I still don't want you to see what's behind my mask, guess whose choice that was? That was the person you're asking. Yeah. And- you know, if you ask someone and, and they don't respond and say everything's okay, you've chiseled a little chink in that mask because they know somebody is paying attention. Right, right. And sometimes that's the most important thing. People, well, yeah, 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 because you alluded to it at the beginning, right? The idea of honesty. Mm-hmm. The idea that, hey, look, I'm not going to cross any border that you don't want me to cross but I'm over here and I, I see you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this in one of the, uh, maybe more than once, about our business partner, mm-hmm. his, his mindset of see your people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Jeff, I, I don't want to go too far off because I may be kind of <laughs> moving us off into a different subject, but it does relate in the sense of being able to authentically want to see them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I got to tell you, just from a from story perspective, where I went to high school, at least for me, I felt like I was kind of a number, right? One of many. I was in a certain group because of certain behavior on fill in the blank, you know, labels, boxes, the whole mm-hmm. deal, right? I had one teacher in my high school career who made it very clear to me when he first met me, I see you. I see you, mm-hmm. and I and I, I like that. And I remember Jeff, that feeling of, wait a minute, he actually sees he sees my soul, and he actually he thinks it's something special. Where where other teachers, the vast majority, it was sit down, take this out, do that, do this, do that, do this. Okay, bell rings, everyone tomorrow back, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. He was that. Oh, you know, I, I bet you have an opinion on this one, don't you? 
What do you think, Eric? That was just and 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 Jeff, I know as I'm riffing here, I I'm I'm crazy enough to believe if I can say it that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone can do that for those of whom they have influence with. Right. You know, you you've heard me talk about the Kairos prison ministry that I've been involved in for a yep. long time. The most important thing we do is yes, you know, taking them the the it's a Christian ministry, taking that Christian message in there, but the single most important we do thing we do is we see the residents, the prisoners, yeah. as a valuable human being. And that is the biggest impact that we have. In my case, it's men's prison with these guys, the women's prison with the, the women, um, to show them that they are an individual and they're worth being seen. Yeah. And um, as we get close to uh, ending this episode, um, I want to stress, though, it's been kind of implied um, for everyone out there, um, this does require intentionality mm-hmm. and building a practice. Um for some, maybe it'll be an easier development process because maybe you are more prone to celebrate and to see others uh, as value. Maybe you're a two on the Enneagram. I know that they tend to be very, very supportive of relationships and such. Uh, but even if you're a five on the Enneagram, <laughs> this is deliberate work. Um, and it's the whole basis around, not the whole basis, it's like a key basis around emotional intelligence is that it is a learnable skill. So if you want to get better in this department, mm-hmm. if you're willing to put in the work and build a practice, this can be you. Again, exactly. you're not going to have to change your personality. If you're a person of few words, that's okay. If you're a person of a lot of words, that's fine too. Uh, it's not again. This this is not the dynamic of you, who you are today is not good. You need to change that. It just means you're learning a new skill, mm-hmm. and you will benefit from it. Anything you'd want to add you know, as I, we go? You'd, just one more, maybe an odd thought, but mm-hmm. if you're a person of few words, normally those few words you share with someone about um, being happy with them is maybe going to be more impactful and deeper meaning to them than the person that talks all the time. Uh, that's that's a great observation. And I, I've always said this too, Jeff, that you never know that this person who's experiencing the success, they may have zero people in their life that will say, wow. So even if you're only a person of a few words, maybe it's those words that can make the difference. Okay, one more thing. I'm probably opening a can of worms here. This doesn't just apply to people you see every day. Mm. You're at a restaurant. You're, and your, your server is extremely happy about something. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to ask them? Man, you, you, this is maybe you know, the only time you'll ever see them in your life. You, know, you appear to be really happy about something. Would you want to share that? I, I, I like, you know, whatever or however it works with you. It doesn't have to be with people you see every day. Those, those little, you know, you, you've heard the stories about, you know, if somebody hadn't have said this to me, I would have killed myself tonight. Yep. You know, you don't know when that's true. That happens. You don't know when you're that person. Yeah. Yeah, because people are starved for encouragement. Mm-hmm. They really are. Really are. So with that, we come to a close. Uh, we are so happy and thankful for you tuning in, and we look forward to you and the next time that we're together.
Take care.